You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. I'm your host, Mr. You. Thank you again for joining us on the All Purpose Pod for an All Purpose Life. Wherever you are today, however you listen to They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you for making us a small part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Download and subscribe our show today wherever you enjoy your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Thank you again for listening to us, sharing us, and subscribing. Go change the world. Thank you again for joining us on our show. Season four is more than I expected. It's going really well. Thank you again for all your support on all of our social media platforms and for all of your comments, your tweets, and your encouragement about our show. We love you and we thank you. Now, one thing we talk about a lot on this podcast, and there's a specific reason for it, but we talk a lot about systems. You know, every time I go into my social media or, heaven forbid, I watch the news, which is almost a, a pretty much a rarity and it hardly ever happens. But if I hear somebody, you know, talking in professional circles or social circles, people are complaining about something. Most times... It's not just random complaints. There's a reason why that people have this gripe or complaint. And the majority of the time, I know people don't think about that kind of stuff. I didn't when I was doing the complaining. There's a system behind all the things that we deal with that we want to see change, that we want to see broken off of our life, that we want to see improvements in, in areas of. I don't care if it's finances, I don't care if it's your workplace situation, your the economy, your relationship, there's a system involved in everything that we do. This entire world that we're living in right now is based on the power of systems. Now, back in the 60s, even well into the 80s, there was always a cry that boxing was fixed. Do you guys remember that? Have you heard that kind of complaint or that uh, accusation before that the sport of professional boxing was fixed? Some of those accusations came from the massive amounts of money placed on fights, alleged ties to organized crime, the increasing number of favorite boxers that would act and fight uncharacteristically in a big fight and get knocked out of the early rounds to everybody's surprise. There was good reason for the accusations. Same can be said about horse racing. Maybe even more so. The standout favorite is heads and shoulders above all the rest of the competitors. Faster, stronger, everything. And in one of the biggest races of their lives, something uncharacteristic happens. The horse acts erratically. The jockey pulls up at the last possible moment. So it appears that they are trying to win, but they're actually backed off right before they cross the finish line. Usually someone makes a lot of money 
when those situations happen. Boxing and horse racing isn't a system per se, just an example of the power of a system. What do I mean? If something out of the ordinary happens in the realm of sports, the sports fan will cry, fix, fix, the fix is in. That might be justified in sports, but the fix is at work in many places other than an arena or a stadium. This is where we need to be a lot more aware. What is a system anyway? We hear the term, but we don't actually always know what it means. What does it mean? A system is described or defined as a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or interconnecting network. I'll say it again for those in the back. A system is a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. Lots more definitions out there for systems, but my God, what else do you need? A set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or interconnecting network. That brings us to how a system operates and functions. A system must be built with an objective. Every component of the system is related to each other. The needs of the whole outweigh the individual needs of each working part. Systems have structure and systems have order. In case you have not noticed yet, and you're new here to planet Earth, this world is run by systems. Corporations are run by systems, agendas, campaigns. Your job is run by systems. You might not want to hear that, but I'm here to be truthful with you guys because I love you. Your job is run by a system. Flat out, period, no dispute. Your favorite restaurant and coffee shop is run by systems. Your educational system is run by systems. Your local church, oh, hold on, it's not blasphemy now. Don't throw holy water on me. Your local church is run by systems. Now, I don't know what you hear or understand when you hear the word system. Perhaps that's the point to address. But surprisingly enough, a lot of people can see the buildings, they see the issues, they see the signs, and they see all the opportunities, but they don't see the system. If it wasn't for Neo being the one in the Matrix movies, he wouldn't have been able to see the systems either. All he saw was the impact and the effect. He didn't see the system, the interconnecting network, the mechanism working together behind the scenes. A friend and I had a really interesting conversation recently. He told me that our alma mater got rid of economics from their curriculum. Why do you care about that? Hold on for a sec. Now, I was initially shocked because I feel, I kind of feel like it was the start of a very disturbing trend. Because when economics leads the curriculum in school systems, that's the beginning of a problem, in my humble opinion. Economics at its core is knowledge regarding consumption, production, material prosperity in a region, and the transfer of wealth. That's what you learn about when you take up economy in college. Our alma mater, which I won't name, most of you probably know, if you know me, you know where I went to school. They're getting rid of economics. Totally removing it from the curriculum. Now, if, that's, if it's so important to our world, which it obviously, obviously is, 
consumption, production, the transfer of wealth. Those things matter. Prosperity. Material supply, that's important in our world, right? Why would an institution get rid of it? Important question. How could anyone look at the world around us, the massive amounts of poverty, not in a third world country type poverty, but right here in the good old U.S. of A., the historic amount of waste, the epic level of debt, and so many other socioeconomical issues, and not have the same question. Why wouldn't a reputable educational institution want to teach that to as many people as possible? How to solve these problems that are in our world? They have departments in, I guess, in government or an organization that are the total whole point of the whole department. And everybody they hire is to solve these kind of problems. But they haven't been solved yet. How is that possible? They've been putting out paychecks to these organizations and these heads and these boards for all these years, for decades. And we still have the same socioeconomic problems. We still have the same poverty, the same debt, same issues with wealth and same issues with waste and production or supplies. We still have the same problems we had decades ago. What happened? Why is nothing changing? Wouldn't this kind of education solve all of the world's problems if everybody knew how to handle these things? Doesn't it make sense to educate more folks about this? Yeah, hello. I'm not ready to say it's guaranteed, but I'm positive it's going to help out at least a little bit. Unless that kind of help isn't helpful to the educational system, perhaps. Conspiracy theorists and deep thinkers might surmise that institutional system benefits from the masses not knowing there's another route to success beside a four-year degree and five-digit debt or six-digit debt for some people. In an ideal world, why would anyone want to withhold economic advice that could change the financial picture of millions of people? Why would they want to do that? There's a contingent that speculates life events like wars and pandemics are actually good for their businesses. Lo and behold, any of you ever thought or told you, anybody told you that they trust their employers to keep their promise to promote them more than they trust the frightening unknowns of investing in themselves? I've had folks tell me that. Rather than investing in themselves, they trust their employers to take care of them for their whole life, them and their families. Really? People use the words confidence and faith those words are misplaced here. They don't fit here. They don't belong. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things just does not belong. Real talk, your self-esteem has to be at a certain place to accept this as the path to success. Something's going on in the self-esteem department. People fancy themselves detectives these days. We think we're so smart and we're so brilliant. Quick to tell everybody within the earshot that we can see a scam a mile away. But we daily fall for one of the biggest scams of them all. One of the biggest scams of them all. Do you want to see the educational system turn on his head? Let every single parent of every single teacher pull their kids out of public school in favor of homeschooling. If you're a parent, pull your kids out of public schooling or private school too and homeschool all of them. Watch what happens. 
I bet you you'll be at the top of the news cycle every single night because you would change the world. You would change the game. You would adversely affect the system. You will see an immediate targeted effort to make legislation. You get phone calls and letters in the mail. You might even get threats of a fine and even jail time for breaking truancy laws for depriving your children of education. You're not. You're homeschooling them. It's not the education they're talking about. See, theirs comes with a cost and a benefit, just not for you. Cost for you, benefit for them. You're still educating them. You're doing it at home. What's the problem? The problem is that your child isn't learning math and science and social studies and geography and reading and comprehension. They're learning. The issue is that your children aren't learning what the system submits as necessary information. And you adversely affect the educational institution's funding if there's no children in the classrooms. That's not for the benefit of all. It's for the benefit of organization, of a system. That's for the benefit and survival of a system. Schools nationwide would cease to exist if that happened. Talk about changing the world. Do you think the result would be much different if the entire U.S. population decided to stop paying taxes? I'm not saying go do that. I'm asking you to think. Imagine. What if the entire U.S. population stopped frequenting a specific big box store? No online sales, no in-person purchases, no coupon redemption, nothing. Not a penny, nada, nothing. Do you think you'd have somebody's attention by then? What if the entire U.S. population stopped watching the evening news? Or stopped watching popular sitcoms or sporting events or television in general? Everybody just stopped, cut their TVs off forever for good. What do you think the response would be? Have you ever even thought about this? All those things are named. With the school system and their funding. With taxes. With television viewing. They're all components of a system. The system isn't easy to break, especially with a collective unified effort. The system in general is built with that kind of effort. So it's difficult to take the kind of effort in kind to counter its impact. The system transcends generations, man. Babies are born into a system. As soon as you finish school, you got to go to college, get a four-year degree, then a stable job, and so on and so on. You're up against a machine, not people. You're against a system, a machine. You think your enemy are the people that you're dealing with every day, but you're being beat by the system. Maybe one day we'll discuss how to beat the system if it's possible to even do so. I just thought it was important to make you aware of this. You can't conquer what you fail to identify. You honestly can't. There's a quote that says, the strategy of the enemy is to allure you to fight the wrong enemy for a real battle so that you will get exhausted, lose your resources, and even your life. I'll say it again. The quote says, the strategy of the enemy is to allure you to fight the wrong enemy for a real battle so that you will get exhausted, lose your resources, and even your life. The real enemy isn't a guy who won't give you a raise or who won't like your quote on Facebook or a person who won't support your dreams. 
The real enemy never has to reveal himself. He can simply hide behind a system of doing things, a long-standing way and method of doing things that goes on for decades, even to generations, upon generations, upon generations. A system of doing things that allow you to coexist but never thrive and blossom in purpose. What if you decided to pay more attention to the system and stop giving in to that? Maybe something I didn't name today. Maybe something else that I didn't even think about. What would happen? We all decided collectively and as a, un- as a unified group of people that no longer will we stand for this thing, whatever this thing is. What if we all pick up our swords and begin to fight against a wrong or injustice? What would happen? The power of systems, wherever you are today. How you listen to the podcast for the people? Thank you again for making a call me Mr. You a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We are your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. Thank you again for joining us. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. And download, subscribe our show wherever you enjoy your podcast. Have a great day. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.